This is the Power of Genetics podcast, the podcast designed to help visionary practitioners build a more successful practice, transform more lives, and lead their patients into the future of personalized health. In each episode, I'll interview successful practitioners and leading thought leaders who will share their insights and expertise to help you prepare your practice for what lies ahead. I'm your host, Dr. Yael Jaffe, and now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Power of Genetics podcast, and I have a very special guest today that I've been waiting some time to speak to, and that is Dr. Jockers. So welcome, Dr. Jockers, to the Power of Genetics. Well, thanks so much, Yael. Great to be on. Always great to connect with you. So I have been lucky enough to be doing some work with Dr. Jockers, and we've actually um, been talking a little bit before this, and, and including Dr. Jockers' podcast, which is well worth listening to. But really today, it's about you. And I have spent some time having a look at your background, as I always do. And I know that there is an interesting story there. And I shared with you before we started that I saw this kind of headline about kind of broke chiropractic to successful online entrepreneur. And I thought, well, that is, there's a story right there. So maybe if you don't mind, if we can really just go back to the beginning is let's start with this chiropractic story. like. How did you even find your way to choosing chiropractic as your first choice? This is a great story because growing up, I was an athlete and I was always into performance. And I wanted, you know, I was a baseball player. I wanted to be the best that I could. And that was a, a major driving force. I wanted to be a professional baseball player or sports was everything to me. So if I wasn't a baseball player, I wanted to be like a, a sports writer or something like that. My mom was actually studying to become a naturopath and you know, she would give us food. And, and back in the 90s, when I was growing up, you know, she was following for a period of time, like a macrobiotic style diet. And a lot of the food was very bland, right? It was like bland kale and lima beans and stuff like that. And so she used psychology to get me and my brothers and sisters to eat it. And so for me, I wanted to have more energy. I wanted to be the best baseball player I could be. So she would say stuff like, well, the kale is going to give you more energy. It's going to help your bones, right? She would start explaining different nutrients and how that would impact me. And so I was fascinated by it. I would eat anything, right? I would say, oh, okay, this is good. Oh, sardines are good. I'm going to eat sardines. You know, like it didn't matter how bad something tasted. If it was going to help me be stronger and healthier, I was going to eat it. And so that was kind of the start of, you know, my foundation there. And then as I got into college, I was studying sport management and business and a mentor of mine actually owned a gym and I was really into fitness and training. And I thought, you know what? I'd love to own a gym or run, be a manager and run a fitness center. And I became a personal trainer and I was doing personal training and I was really enjoying that. And then I developed irritable bowel syndrome. So I was eating like six, seven meals a day. I took a nutrition class in my undergrad and I had to count up all my calories. And it was like, I don't know, 5,500 calories. And I thought I had to eat so much food in order to maintain my muscle mass. And of course, that just put massive stress on my gut lining. I developed leaky gut, I had constipation, diarrhea, cramping, bloating, right? All the uncomfortable symptoms. And I ended up actually starting to lose weight, even though I was eating so much, lifting weights, I couldn't maintain my weight. And I was kind of fluctuating and I was doing some diet changes and things like that. And I actually ran into a chiropractor and he said, you know, you, you really should consider chiropractic as a career. 
you know, and he gave me some nutrition advice that helped me and kind of moved me in the right direction. Now I was still suffering, but I started looking into chiropractic, uh, just the idea of it. And it was all about how the body could heal itself. And it really resonated with me. I was like, wow, this makes a lot of sense. This is kind of how I was raised. My mom was very holistic, grew her own food, always talked about how the body could heal. She never had us on medications. Whenever we get sick, she was always giving us garlic and onions and chicken soup, you know, and all, all the good stuff. And so uh, I started reading about it and I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. The body can heal itself. And, you know, chiropractic is all about how the nervous system controls everything in the body and how if there's misalignments in the spine that can impact neurological function. I said, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go to chiropractic school. And when I got to chiropractic school, I thought, gosh, everybody here is going to be like me, right? And really passionate and excited about this. And I found that that really wasn't the case. It was really only about five to 10% of the students that were really into health, right? The other ones were just kind of there, I guess, to get a degree or it was a good career. But I, I ran into a guy named John, who's still a good friend of mine. And he turned me on to Dr. Mercola's website. And he said, you know, you got to check this out. And back then I was a, a lacto-ovo vegetarian. And so I thought this was a really healthy diet, even though I was suffering and I still had all these gut issues. I thought that was a healthy diet. And I remember, you know, taking a class where I had to get my blood pressure taken. And my blood pressure was really low. It's like 100 over 60. I would always have orthostatic hypotension where I go from sitting to standing and I would be dizzy. And Dr. Mercola was talking about a no grain diet, right? He was talking about grass fed meats. And this is back in 2005, right? Or, yeah. you know, 2004, 2005. So that stuff was not well known, right? Most people weren't talking about this. I made some pretty big nutrition changes and saw significant changes in my overall health, started gaining weight back. And this is actually when I started practicing intermittent fasting. And I didn't even know the term. I just realized- so This was years ago, long before it was like in the media. and Yeah, 2005. All of this, this kind of story, this last little few minutes of this story is all right between like 2003 and 2006. This period of time, I was learning a lot about health, about nutrition, and I, I went on a no-grain diet, right? A lower carb, more of a paleo-style diet, even though nobody was using that term. In fact, the term we were using was the cellular healing diet. That's actually okay. the term that we used. One of my mentors that I, I met was a guy named Dr. Dan Pompa, who's also popular online. I mean, he was using this term, cellular healing diet. Dr. Mercola is using the no-grain diet. And so started getting healthy organic meats, doing a lot of grass-fed or animal products, real foods, whole foods that I was consuming. I was making my own sauerkraut, things like that. Started really seeing some big nutrition changes. And I had a lot of 7 a.m. classes. I was in graduate school. I was taking a lot of classes and I was also working on the side. So I was very busy. And I realized I just wasn't hungry in the morning. I felt like I had more energy when I basically didn't eat and I would just drink a lot of water. And I would get hungry usually around two o'clock in the afternoon. And I would eat my meals between like two and let's say seven o'clock or so. And I felt amazing. And I gained my weight back, felt better than ever. And again, I had never heard the term intermittent fasting. I just thought, you know, this is helping me heal. I just don't feel like I need to eat. And so I had compressed my eating window. And so a lot of these strategies that I talk about now, I actually discovered during my own healing journey. And when I got out of school, and really as I was going through school, I always knew I was going to open my own practice and I wanted to teach community wellness and I wanted to have a big practice, lots of people. I was really passionate about getting this message out, teaching nutrition, lifestyle. I wanted to teach people about the myths about heart disease, about you know anxiety, depression, and real natural health strategies that they could take to regain their health. And so 
I ended up opening a practice in 2009, early 2009. I graduated late 2008 and the economy had crashed, right? So we were in a recession and I couldn't get a business loan. So I didn't even know. I wasn't watching the news. I didn't really know what was going on. I was very naive. It was actually like probably a good thing that I was naive because I probably would have been a little bit more worried if I, if I wasn't so naive. Yeah. And so I just had this build it and they will come mentality. And yeah, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a Christian. And I just felt like God was telling me, hey, you need to walk in faith here. And, and it really trust me. And so that's what I did. And I found this great little plaza, put money down on it. Couldn't get a business loan, but I got, you know, I took out every credit card I could. Somehow I got like a uh, home equity line of credit. I didn't even have a home. And uh, <laughs> so I found out I got enough money to open this practice and get going. And I was just marketing all over the community. And uh, I was actually living in my office. So I was living in the back of my office. I had a mattress down and I was seeing patients, you know, throughout the day. And I was just working around the clock and helping lots and lots of people. Had a busy practice, very successful right from the beginning, all cash practice. But I was, I mean, I was just working myself to death, right? And so two years in, I ended up buying a house right down the road. It was actually like walking distance from my clinic. And actually along the way, I always enjoyed writing and I was reading Dr. Mercola. In fact, I actually credit my learning to people like Dr. Mercola, Jordan Rubin, a lot of these health influencers, Udo Erasmus, a lot of these guys that had written great books that I was reading while I was going through school. So I went through, you know, four years of graduate school, got a doctorate degree, got a master's degree in exercise science and sports nutrition. And I would say I learned more from the books and the websites that I was reading than I actually did from school. School gave me a great terminology of vocabulary, but yeah. yeah, it didn't really teach me. I really didn't learn anything that I actually use now when it comes to nutrition and lifestyle. I really didn't learn the kind of strategies that really help people get well while I was going through school, unfortunately. But I was doing all this outside education. I was also going to a lot of different courses, Datis, Karazian, functional medicine courses, or functional nutrition, all that kind of stuff. And so I started applying this stuff while I was, you know, starting my practice as well as chiropractic. And I started writing content for other websites. And the content that I was writing for other websites that were, you know, high traffic websites was getting a lot of traction. In fact, one of the websites, which was very popular, still is today, said I was their best writer, right? And so they would feature me in a lot of different things. And I was getting a lot of, a lot of people were calling my clinic. I didn't even have, all I had was a static website back then. Yeah. So it wasn't even something I knew, you know, that I could really operate. But people were calling me from all over the world wanting to do consults because they read my article about hypothyroidism or they read my article about cholesterol. And the way that I started writing was that I had patients, the same patients, you know, would be asking all the same questions, right? So in a given day, you know, I might see 50 80 people, you know, in a, in a day. And, you know, five of them would ask the same question about what they should do for their thyroid. So I was saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. I'm like, you know what? I really need to just create professionally published articles that I could send them so I don't have to constantly repeat myself. And I was doing workshops, you know, every week on a number of different topics. And so this became a way that I could publish something, right? Get this information out and then also put it in the hands of my patients who would then share it with people. And I got a lot of referrals. So it helped build my practice. It also helped give me a level of expertise because if you're going to write something that's professionally published, you really want to know your stuff, right? And so you want to cite research journals, 
you know, you want to make sure that, you know, your hypothesis is correct, right? And back it up. And so I was doing this while I was early in practice and it helped me refine my knowledge on these topics. And it was a great marketing strategy as well because now I was getting media and I was getting attention from people all over the world, right? As well as locally coming to my clinic. So that's how it started. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I really need to put this into my own website. And that's what I did. And I've never been very tech savvy. I've always been intimidated by tech. And I was like, you know what? I just really have to figure out how to use WordPress. And so I hired somebody to train me. So she created a new website, trained me on how to use WordPress. And then I started publishing content. And I had a radio show at the time, but I didn't feel like I was getting a great return on investment on it. So I stopped doing the radio show and I instead hired a a graphic designer to work with me who still works with me. And we just started creating a lot of content and creating content. And drjockers.com is really what birthed out of it. At first, it was, again, a marketing tool for my practice. But then from there, you know, I started making money, promoting other people's stuff, affiliate products, things like that. And I started putting on my own supplements on the store. And it was bringing in regular revenue. And, you know, after a few years, a lot of people think it's like an overnight success, but it certainly isn't. That was kind of going to be my next question is the way you describe it makes it sound like very quick, simple and easy and obvious, you know, but I'm guessing this didn't happen overnight, right? What is this time frame that we're talking about? Well, I started writing articles for other websites in 2008. And then by the time I actually started doing stuff on my own website, it was 2012. And I had hired associate doctors. And actually, I didn't even explain this. I actually broke my ankle. So as a chiropractor, you really need to be, you know, I was seeing a lot, I was adjusting a lot of patients each day and you have to be physical, right? And so I broke my ankle in a freak accident at the gym. So my, I fortunately had an associate doctor, but I couldn't adjust anymore, right? Or or at least not, not many people. And so that's when I realized I have got to figure something else out as well, because, you know, this, all of this relies on my physical health. And so that was when I really hired somebody to help create this website and started working on this website and, you know, just trying to understand how do I create really great content? How do I put this out? How do I leverage social media using Facebook, which was my main medium back in those days? YouTube, I started doing stuff on. And so I realized, you know, I've really got to get this message out. And these mediums were fairly new back then and not many people in the health space were really using them. So I started doing that and, you know, but I actually didn't, so drjockers.com as a business, I started in 2014 and then I didn't take any money out. I just invested everything back into the business and lived off my income from my practice until 2017, right? And that was when I first started taking kind of a small salary out of drjockers.com. And that was a peak year, 2017, 2018, Back then, it was easier to get ranked high on Google. And at one point, we were getting over a million unique visitors every month, a million and a half unique visitors every month. So we just had an amazing year in 2018. And, you know, it became a full-time income for me. And even though we lost a lot of that Google traffic, we still get tons of visitors, about a half million or so a month at this point. And, you know, we've really turned it into an amazing business. And I sold my practice and I have health coaches that work for me. I was going to ask you if you still have the chiropractic practice or you sold that. Well, that's a great question. So 
I thought that I would be having my practice for the rest of my life, right? I never went into this intending to sell my practice. I thought, you know, this is my way, this is my ministry. This is my way of being hands-on, reaching people. I used to pray over my patients. And I really enjoyed that one-on-one work. But, you know, I started having kids quickly. And (laughs) many of them, I think, what's it for, isn't it? That's right. I met my wife in 2014. We were both 32 at the time. We met July 4th, 2014. Happy anniversary. Yeah. So it's been eight years now, right? Within a month, I knew I wanted to marry her. And then I had to get the blessing of her father, birth father, stepfather, uh, mother, (laughs) grandmother, right? So like half the family got blessings from them, proposed on November 2nd. And then we got married March 7th, the following year. And then we conceived with twin boys in April and had them December 31st, 2015. So we'd only known each other, you know, not even a year and a half. And we had two children. And you had twins. Yeah. Twins. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, most of you guys know when you have kids, it changes your life, right? And now we have four children. My boys are now six and a half. You know, we have two daughters as well. And my wife didn't like the area of town that we were living in. So we ended up moving more into the country, a beautiful house here, but it was like a 45 minute drive into my clinic. And I just realized, what can I be the best in the world at? Is kind of the question I was asking myself. And I'm good at doing chiropractic adjustments. I'm good at speaking. I'm good at inspiring people, motivating people. But you know what? I never felt like I was the best in the world at it, but I really felt like I was great. Really, you know, one of the best in the world at creating online health content. And so I thought, you know what? If I could actually do that full time, that I could be the best in the world. I can create the best website in the world and impact the most people. And so that was when I sold my, I decided, you know what? I was only in my clinic like once a week anyways at that point. And I was like, you know what? I really need to turn this over to somebody that wants to be all in. So I had an associate doctor, trained her up and she eventually sold it because I was like, you know, only a a very small amount of my energy was in there and it was, the clinic wasn't growing. You know how it is. Like if your energy is divided. We had the same experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if your energy is divided, it's like you just, you're not really taking a step forward in your life. So you really need to go all in 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 one area, kind of like what you're doing now with three by four genetics. And so that's basically what I did and, and, you know, really went all in with the website and started the podcast and, and it's been a great success, you know, and, and we've been able to reach a lot of people. I mean, at this point, my website has had over a hundred million unique visitors, right? Which is absolutely amazing. And we want to get over a billion unique visitors, you know, in the next 10 years or so. So that's our goal. And again, it wasn't an overnight success. It was many years in the works. Lots of content development, lots of writing. Lots of work behind that. I mean, I just, I think for anyone who's listening to this podcast, you've just heard like a mini MBA on how to go from a health professional to an entrepreneur. And it's really powerful, your story, because I think you mentioned so many key points. And part of it was my journey as well, of going from starting out as a health professional, wanting to have a greater reach, wanting to have a higher impact. Consulting was not my forte, it wasn't my strength, but uh, training other practitioners, like when you realize your strength and how you can have impact. And some people, one-on-one patients is awesome and that's the best they can be. And that is an incredibly powerful place to be in. But for me, like it was like, how can I have really great impact and reach more? But the way you were so thoughtful about your journey, about what is the best way to do this? How do I grow it? And the content, I mean, you were you really wrote a textbook on going from a health practitioner to a health entrepreneur. 
and I think that's brilliant for anyone who's listening to this. I have a friend who's a chiropractor who's probably one of the best chiropractors I've ever come across ever in my lifetime, who's also reached almost the pinnacle of being a chiropractor and is ready to share in a greater way. So I was thinking of her when you were speaking and saying like, this is so powerful for her to hear because how do you take what our experience and our years and then create a platform to be able to share? So tell me about, I was having a look this morning about at your programs, which again is another way of how do we get that 1 billion? You know, how do we impact 1 billion lives and not just, you know, 10,000 lives? What made you then decide that building programs was the bit using health coaches and you have an amazing, amazing group of staff members mm-hmm. who I'm lucky enough to know and work with, and they really are the highest caliber. What was your decision-making around that? Yeah, so online programs, it was like, okay, what can I create that, again, it's this idea that I'm teaching people, you know, when I'm working with people, I'm saying a lot of the same things over and over and over again. What if I can just create a set of videos and eBooks and e-guides and checklists and things like that, that can kind of do that work for me And that way they can kind of navigate through these programs and have the resources there. So there's less of me having to tell them things or my health coaches, you know, who are working with the clients now that come to our website. I don't actually work with people anymore, but they're working with them. Sort of save them time and energy and give something that is kind of timeless, right? So people can use it and they can rewatch a video 10 times if they want. They've got the e-guide, the recipe guide, you know, things like that, that they can just pull up at any point and be using. So I realized, hey, this is a great thing that I can make for clients that are working with our health coaches, but then also something that is a low cost of entry for somebody that they can actually do to get started with a health program. So there's not everybody that can afford health coaching, but most people can afford, you know, obviously we give out tons of free education on our website. And then, you know, the program is really just organizing a lot of the the content you can find already on my website, because we have articles on every major health topic. And that's really one of the visions of my website is to be a Google alternative. Because when you Google different topics these days, you really don't get the natural health perspective on that topic, unfortunately. No, and you don't have content you can trust, which is the big issue. Yes, yes, it's a big issue. So I wanted people that trusted, already trusted us to use my website like Google. Like for example, this morning we published a great article on bile acid malabsorption, right? And so, I mean, that's a unique topic, right? But I feel like that's the best article somebody could possibly find on that topic, right? Or, you know, for publishing an article on celiac disease or diabetes, that they're going to find the best content on that on my website for free, right? So that's the initial goal. But then if they want something really organized, right? With more organization and structure to it, then we have low-cost online programs that they can access that are all less than $100 that they can have for a lifetime, right? And kind of have it all organized and walk through these protocols, right, with that. And I have to say that very compellingly done. I was having a look at it this morning and even yeah. with all my nutrition knowledge, I was like slightly tempted to sign up. For, you almost had me there for a minute. I was like almost on the detox program, on your sugar detox. I was like, it was very compelling and very, yeah. like it felt the structure was great. The engagement was great. There was a lot of excitement and passion around it. I've downloaded one of your recipes. I've already printed it out to make like, I can understand. And as you say, the value proposition of under $100 for that kind of value is really, really amazing. Yeah. And that's the goal is to meet people where they're at, right? Obviously, 
there's a lot of people that could go through one of these online programs and not get the health results that they want. But I would say 80% will. And then that other, you know, unfortunately, you can't make a program for everybody because as you know from genetics, everybody's unique. No, no. But those are the ones who might need the health coaching, right? I need the health coaching, yeah. right? And yeah. so there's a place where people will need some level of personalization, but not necessarily everybody. And, you know, so we're just kind of going off of people's motivation and meeting them where they're at, right? And trying to address their needs in the most cost-effective way to help them get healthy and well. Oh, well, that's a brilliant segue into genetics. So, I mean, I would like to say that pretty much everyone needs personalization. Mm -hmm. Well, that's true. But I do like the idea of kind of, you know, I do understand bringing them in, getting them, like, even if it's just that sugar detox, getting enough sugar. And then next steps is, okay, now we're ready for some real work. Let's look at the personalization. So you've been working with 3X4 Genetics for some time now. It's been a wonderful partnership with your your organization. So, you know, this podcast is called The Power of Genetics. And maybe you can speak a little bit to what your idea is or what your experience is around what the power of genetics really is and what, what it does offer. Well, I think genetics is the wave of the future. You know, the more that we learn, the more you realize each individual is very unique and there's no cookie cutter process. And that's why like these digital programs and things like that, you know, they're more foundational, right? But there's a level of personalization that needs to take place for every individual to really get to their highest level of optimization. And so that's where genetics comes in, understanding the microbiome, understanding your genetics and, you know, uh, genetic tendencies and different variants that could influence your health. I think that's so powerful. And so I know, Melissa, one of my health coaches, she's yes. all into this and she's doing great working with people with it. I've been very fascinated looking at different genes and studying different genetic variants and how that impacts our health. And so I think it's the wave of the future. And I think you have a really great organization with it because, you know, years ago I looked at genetics, but it was very isolated to one or two genes. And I really like how you grouped these into different categories. And so understanding you know, how these seven or eight genes play a role in, for example, inflammation, right? And your body's response to inflammation is very, very helpful rather than, you know, just focusing on one single gene at a time. And that just the way that you guys lay it out, I think it is extremely helpful for the user and for the clinician who's working with the user. That's what we've tried to do. Brilliant. All right. Well, we this has been absolutely amazing. And I think we've all learned a huge amount. I wish I'd heard you speaking 20, 30 years ago in my career. <laughs> I could have bypassed a few of the bumps in the road. But Dr. Travis, perhaps let's end off by, you know, you've walked an amazing journey. You've built an incredibly successful organization, both as an organization, but also in terms of the impact you're having on people's lives. So, you know, when we had this podcast in mind, it was really about the thousands of practitioners, health coaches, health professionals out there who are starting out on their journey and are looking at your website, looking at people like yourself and saying, you know, I really want to have impact. They're that 5 10% that you were talking about. I really want to reach people's lives. I really want to challenge the paradigms of nutrition and medicine that are out there. What is the advice that you would give as a mentor now, looking back, to those who are more like early in their journey? Yeah, what I would say today's day and age, one of the most important things you could do is really find a niche area when it comes to marketing and getting yourself out. I think that's really important. You know, when you practice functional medicine or if you practice genetics or whatever it is, 
we kind of are somewhat generalists. Like you really have to know all the different elements of what's going on in somebody's body. You have to know it as well as possible. But from a marketing perspective, it really helps if you are, you know, an anxiety expert or you're an expert in thyroid disorders or female hormones or whatever it is. I think that really helps as far as establishing your expertise. And in it, you know, today's day and age, it's a crowded market. When I got in, it was less crowded. Yeah, absolutely. Today's day and age, it's crowded market. I think the more that you really establish that niche and establish your talking points, you know, your elevator speech or, you know, in a sense, your TED talk, I guess you could say, right? Your 30 to 60 minute interview that just blows people away and establishes your level of expertise. I think that's so important. So you want to know, you know, what are you a world expert in? You know, do your best to get all the education on that particular topic, including understanding the specific genes that are associated with it. Good. Yeah. And then, you know, creating content around it. So blog content, podcast content, YouTube content, right? So video content. And a lot of times, you know, you can, one piece of content can be used for all of those things. So, you know, there's a lot of repurposing that can be done. So it shouldn't, don't get too intimidated by that idea but start creating content that you can give away for free around that, that really establishes you as the expert in it. And then, you know, people are going to share that. If it's an amazing piece of content, you know, there's so much information out there, but most of the information is low quality. If you can start creating really high level content on a need topic, a topic that a lot of people that have a need in that area, then that's going to establish you as an expert and just, you know, keep getting better and better and better at that expertise, at communicating it, whether, again, it's through blog, podcasts, you have to have a vehicle to get that information out. So whether it's blog, podcast, video, or all three, you know, you just got to continue to get that content out. Infographics now are big on social media. So, you know, just continue to really focus on that. And every, every day, just, you know, every day during the week, just think about, okay, what, is, you know, and really listen to your community too. What are the questions they're asking? And how can I make great content around that question that they're asking? Oh, I think that's a brilliant answer. And I was looking for the name of a book that I read recently that was just extraordinary and speaks to everything that you say, which is, I can't remember the name book. I'm going to find it and put it in the, the podcast notes, but it was about questions and answers. It was exactly what you're speaking of. Like identify the questions that are being asked by your target market develop the answers, and then put them into every single version of communication you can find, whether it's short videos, YouTube, blogging, TikTok, Instagram, but understand the questions. And it's a short book and it's incredibly powerful around, you know, know the questions and then get the answers. And then exactly as Dr. Jocko said, you know, and just interesting, you know, when I started out, I was building an education on nutrigenomics, which didn't exist. These really heavy, long, intense modules, you know, every module would take you like a month to complete. And the reality is education doesn't work like that. That's not how we learn. And the world has changed and the technology and the engagement has changed. And, you know, what we've discovered is the most powerful learning is the two minute learning, you know, that we don't have time. So what can I listen to while I'm driving to fetch your kids? while I'm cooking dinner, you know, while I'm in between meetings. And that's exactly what you're speaking about. And also that it's not just one exposure to the content, it's multiple exposures. And so if you're seeing it on Insta and then you're seeing it on Facebook and you, so just, yeah, to reiterate, that's exactly what my journey has been. You know, we're not producing modules anymore. We're only producing short content 
which has a really like short learning. And again, you know, listen to the questions that are being asked and produce content to answer them. So I think you and I are in total agreement on that. Well, Dr. Jockers, it's been really nice. It's been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much. I think everyone knows where to find you at drjockers.com. Can't go wrong. And again, thank you. And for those that just a little, a little added thing is Dr. Jockers and I are actually going to be doing a very interesting podcast on his podcast where I'm going to be going through his 3X4 Genetics Blueprint Report and we're going to be talking through it. So I don't know, how do they find your podcast? On your website, I assume? Yeah, you can find it on the website or on Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. This one's yeah. going to be really, really popular because she's actually yeah. going to go through my genetic report. We're going to break down some of these pathways that are a little bit sluggish or a little bit lacking or possibly you know, could be higher risk for me. And then some of my strengths, right? It's kind of strengths and weaknesses. And so we're going to talk about it. Absolutely. And there's definitely, that's right. Work with your strengths and support your weaknesses. That's what we're going to be talking about. So again, thank you so much and uh, look forward to seeing you on your podcast. Great. Thanks so much, Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Power of Genetics podcast brought to you by 3x4 Genetics. For more episodes, please visit 3x4genetics.com slash podcast. And if you are a licensed health practitioner who would like to apply to join our network, of over 1,000 like-minded visionary practitioners, please visit 3x4genetics.com slash apply.